Oh, man. I've been wrestling with Instagram for the last 15 minutes, y'all. But welcome. How are you, Miami? Happy Wednesday. Uh, All right, so I'm 18 minutes late. However, I was supposed to start on time today. Uh, The reason why was Instagram says, we can't connect to the live right. We we can't connect your live right now. And it wasn't giving me a reason. So I was like, did I say something? Did I get Joe Rogan on Instagram? Did I get canceled? So I thought Instagram was like shadow blocking me or something. Because it's been been crashing before. Like in the middle of the presentation. Like I'm, I'm here in the middle of a podcast and the live stream just crashes. And then what I did was I changed where I am contributing a donation to the Miami Film Festival, which I don't mind. But as soon as I put that option on is when it worked. So it's like, Manny, you need to be a little more contributing to your community. Choose the donation button. Choose the button. And there it is just staring at me. I just click donation, go live. You're now live. I was like, wow. Is this what I got to do now? I got to be a part of the donation group. I'm in. I'll do it. Whatever it takes. What's up, Miami? How are you? Welcome to the uh, Wednesday night episode. Shout out to uh, Sareli, Chef, Jerry Laug, uh, Guitar Martha, Raj, Claire, Eddie. And for those watching the vodcast, as they call it, video podcast. All right, guys. Uh, I woke up this morning. I go online. I read the news. And guess what came out? A brand new controversial restaurant that opened up in Brickle. Uh, the title reads like this. This is from CBS4 Miami. It reads, No appetite for new Miami restaurant glorifying Castro, communism, and Che Guevara. I was like, oh, boy. And I actually saw this place because I do a lot of shows over in Brickle. Have you guys seen this new restaurant that's, like, opening up on one of the major streets of Brickle? I saw it. I was like, oh, look, another Cuban cafe, but this one is in a very prominent position in the area. And as I'm walking by, I jokingly tell my friend, hey, you know what would be funny? If I did a comedy show inside of a Cuban cafe. And he goes, yeah, you seem like the type that would. (laughs) And then the next day I wake up, I read online. Supposedly this, it's a chain restaurant that glorifies communism. And then now they're trying to open it up here in Miami. Is that really a smart move? A new restaurant set to open in Brickle glorifies Fidel Castro, Che Guevara, and communism. And Miamians say they want no part of it. Why would you open a communist-themed place in Brickell, one of the most capitalistic areas of Miami in the first place? (laughs) You know, is that really the market you want to do it in? It's like, hey, let's go to the place that really charges high capitalistic prices and start up a communist restaurant that glorifies the downfall of Cuba 60-plus years ago. Can you imagine if Brickle became a communist place? Like, all right, guys, uh, all the um, all your cocaine belongs to us. All your Brickle apartments are now belonging to the Communist Party. Uh, the first thing I thought was, I thought they were trolling to market Miami. You know what I mean? I thought whoever was starting this restaurant was trolling the Brickle market in order to get free marketing. Because, you know, that's how we are as Miami. Sometimes we like seeing what the hot topic is. And then that way, you know, people start talking about it. And then you make headlines. And then, you know, imagine they open their doors. And then it just becomes like a quaint little Cuban restaurant that has nothing to do with communism. Oh, the communist restaurants? Those are the ones in New York. No, here in Miami, we're smart. 
We're not going to mention any sort of communist thing. Why would you guys assume that? You know what they say about assuming, right? Uh, Jaysha, welcome. Milena, what's up? Johnny, again, guys, sorry for the podcast being so late. Um, I'm here wrestling with uh, Instagram. Instagram has been Instagram Live has been acting up recently. So for those watching, do subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you can get better access to all the things that I've got going on on the main channel. So with that being said, let's go on over to the uh, display here and let's continue reading this article. Forget the corn and the other so-called Cuban-Mexican food on the menu. Before ever tasting anything on this menu, Cafe Habana has already left a bad taste in Miamian's mouth. Oh, journalism. Wow. Superb. Yeah, it keeps freezing. I know, Milena. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, I'm going to switch on over to the bigger channels, guys. All right, Instagram is an app. It's not the end-all, be-all. There's other websites that do a way better job at streaming. And I recently got uh, 1,000 followers on TikTok. I'm going to be streaming on TikTok eventually as well. But the main one, I think the one that's going to win the streaming game is either uh, Twitch or YouTube. Preferably YouTube because Twitch is more of a gaming site. So YouTube is the one to go. So before I continue reading this article, for those listening, MiamiComedy.com slash YouTube takes you directly to the channel. Subscribe there. Watch the show on your app. I can still read your comments uh, through my laptop here. So it wouldn't be any different, okay? Miami History 101. You would not know to promote anything pro-Castro or pro-Che Guevara, and they did that. I remember back in the day that, uh, you know, people that would rebel against capitalistic or uh, the bourgeois, as they call it, people, you know, people that are advancing themselves, they would wear rebellious shirts, and they would grow their beards out, and they would uh, wear uh, commie hats, and they would go at high school dressed like this, right? Because it's kind of like their way of being rebellious in their teens. And, le- and, and let me just point out that the kids that were dressed like this that I grew up with, they're, they're, they were kids, right? Somehow they got their hands on the Communist Manifesto or something like that, and they thought, yeah, let's stick it to the man. And then they all believed that communism was the answer. It's like communism is kind of like a scam. If you guys think, you know, some people out there are doing pyramid schemes and scams and communism, in my opinion, is like a scam for politics. (laughs) Hey, let's tell everybody they deserve more by giving them less. (laughs) That's that's communism in a nutshell, where you where you convince an entire country that they're going to get more by taking away their rights. It's it's the great. Have you guys read the. The manifesto, it's it's a pretty well it's a well written book. I'm not gonna lie. As I was reading the Communist Manifesto, I was I was like tripping out on how well written the thing was. It's like oh, they're going against people in power by pushing this ideology that everyone can be in power, but who implements the power? Ah, that's the trick question. Who implements the communist ideology? The people in power. Oh. Wait a second. Shh. Shut up, bro. <laughs> so, um, it's a slap in the face to Cubans. It's tone deaf. It's insulting. You're just trying to capitalize off of it. It's, egre- it's egregious, egre- egregious, says Josue, a Miami influencer with an Instagram page aptly called What Josue Has to Say. Shout out to Josue. I'll give you a follow. Why can't I show up on these articles? 
Manny Garavito from the Miami Comedy page started roasting the restaurant by saying that they're going to take away luxury apartments and cocaine baggies from everyone in Brickle as part of the marketing of this communist restaurant. <laughs> What's up, Corey Cognac? Steph, welcome to the chat. Palm TV. All right, let's continue on to this article. If you guys want to read this article, it's over on CBS 4 News. Uh, Cafe Habana with locations in New York City, Malibu, and Tokyo is set to open in Brickle this spring. But ahead of its move to the Magic City, the restaurant used some magic of its own to scrub its origin story like a set of dirty dishes. All right, there we go with that. There we go with that thing once again. Here's, here's another take on the possibility of what is going on here. I don't, really, I don't really understand how a business owner can really invest into a, a, a restaurant. like it's, it's almost as if, like, there's no way you're that dumb. I don't believe whoever you are, if you have the if you have the capital to open a restaurant in Brickle, there's no way that you're dumb in this manner where you're going to open a communist themed restaurant in in Miami. What what is the main reason here? There's got to be some underlying reason. You know, so I was thinking it was like, well, maybe he wants people to set it on fire and then he just collects the insurance money. That's pretty smart, right? Miami just recently uh, you know, did a bunch of, of public demonstrations against the 60-plus years of communism in Cuba, right? Patria y vida. And then, hey, I got an idea. Uh, Miami's all riled up about what's going on. Let's open a communist-themed restaurant. Maybe the person is using it as a way to restart the movement. <laughs> Manny, you're really reaching. All right, or maybe it's a way for him to be like, let's pull out a big insurance plan. We're going to open a communist-themed restaurant in Brickle, and when they set that place on fire, profit, baby. <laughs> we making money. Chef says they probably don't know about the, the Miami. Are you sure? I really think they do, man. I think anyone would know this. This would be such common sense, especially if you're in business, you know? Well, well, then again, you know, Cafe Habana has has a location in Tokyo. Maybe they don't. I think you're right, Chef. These guys probably are very tone deaf. They, imagine having so much money that you're just opening up restaurants, having no idea what kind of restaurant you're opening. Oh, that that uh, trip to Cuba was so lovely. Let's put let, let's put some of the posters we saw there. Oh, oh, they're they're bad. Oh, I'm just so rich that I just enjoyed myself in Cuba. I didn't even know the story behind these posters. (laughs) Let's open one in Tokyo. Come on, guys. Aren't you tired of live squid and sushi? Go eat at this communist restaurant. We've got croquetas. What's croquetas? Well, imagine like tempura, but with uh, mushed meat in between. The fact that they changed the description right before the Miami opening, it looks... Uh, it looks, you know what you're doing. You're just trying to capitalize off the movement there is now in Miami, Josue added. So, okay, so, but how, how would someone capitalize off something the majority are opposed of? You know what I mean? How is that a, how is that a move? No longer does the restaurant boast it was inspired a story in Mexico City hangout. The legend has that Che Guevara and Fidel Castro plotted the Cuban Revolution. In fact, it's a piece of history most Cubans wish never existed. Just like the mural of the notorious rapper Biggie Smalls dressed like a commandant 
on the side of New York City location. Wait a second. They have Biggie Smalls in communist, in communist attire in New York. It's really unfortunate they don't know their city they're putting their restaurant in, said Serbia. I just think there's some mistakes that are unforgivable, and in Miami that happens to be one of them, concluded Overman. All right, so uh, I guess I guess people just don't know what they're doing, right? Maybe you're just so rich. You know how sometimes the rich people are very out of touch? Let me just say this. Uh, there, there's a lot of, it's not just controversy that's happening here with this restaurant. It's also the irony. Because if you have enough money, <laughs> if you have enough money to open a restaurant in Brickell, Malibu, Tokyo, how are you supporting communism? It's against what you're doing. Okay? Your restaurant belongs to the people of El Pueblo and not some other uh, democracies in different countries. Okay? Immediately, communism is against whatever business practice you're doing. What are you doing, bro? You're all over the place with your, with, with your crazy business idea. You know what I'm saying? These people are crazy. And shout out to all the Cuban people, man. I see you guys. You guys are really doing your thing. I got a lot of friends that were out on the marches. You know, it's really sad what happened and what is currently still happening in Cuba. All right. If you guys ever read the Communist Manifesto, you can really see how um, it's <laughs> it's capitalism in a whole different way. <laughs> this is the best way I can describe it, because when you read that it's a, and you know, the scary part of this ideology is that it gets transferred through people through little, a little pamphlet like this big, like a little, like a little Jehovah's Witness pamphlet that you give out, you know, like an issue. People are just giving this thing out, right? You read it. And then what it says is like, you know, there's people out there that know how to control the resources to create production. And if they're smarter than us, they're going to do a better job than us. And we can't have that for the common man. We need to stop them from doing a good job. Because if they're more skilled than us, it's not fair. We have to go out there and do it. And then, and then the defense within the, the, the manifesto is, and if any capitalist person says that we can't take away private property for the betterment of the good, let them know that we don't even have private property because we're paying taxes on it. It's almost like their ideology is defend yourself against capitalistic ideology by, by pointing the finger back at them. Be the mirror back at them, right? So it's a really good brainwash, the way this manifesto is written. It's small. It's to the point. It says, do you need more? Uh, do you want more money? Do you want to live a better life? Do you want to bring up the status quo? We all got to get together. And then later on, it gets a little more complex around the end where it's like, all right, it's going to suck in the beginning, but if we do it long enough, it's going to be great. Whatever. All right? But what this restaurant is doing is nowhere near what communism is. <laughs> Especially if you're in Brickle, bro. If you're in Brickle, that is the most capitalistic place in the entire city. You lost by default. CBS4 News called and emailed Cafe Habana with no response. Yeah, of course they're not going to respond. They effed up. Cafe Habana. New York's Cafe Cabana removes info about Shane Videl. And Fidel, this was a day ago. Oh, this was recent. So now their New York spots are getting hit up. A mixed, a Mexican hangout where the late Cuban dictator Fidel Castro and Che Guevara plotted the Cuban revolution is the inspiration behind the New York City restaurant opening a location soon in Miami. 
Miami having a problem with this. Cafe Habana set to open in Miami in the spring of 2022, according to its website, opened its first location inside a converted New York diner in 1997. And now is when we're realizing this is messed up. That's messed up. The concept is a fusion of Cuban and Mexican cuisine with a backstory rooted in communist revolutionary lore. Inspired by a storied Mexico City hangout where legend has the shake. All right, now they're just repeating themselves. Is that what we're doing? The information was scrubbed from the restaurant's website and Google in the days after people in Miami discovered the restaurant's backstory. There you go, Miami. That was a very Miami move. That is a very Miami move, by the way. <laughs> Miami didn't know that didn't know that restaurant existed at all. Right? It's been in New York since 1997. We don't care. We out here living in Miami. What do you mean there's a restaurant? Uh, I uh, sharing ideologies from communism. No, now it matters because it's in our city now. This should have been this should have been stopped in '97. Nothing should ever promote this crazy ideology of communism. What's up, Stefan? Kesire, uh, the real uh, Alejandro, the real one. Out of all the other Alejandros in Miami, are you sure? Wadi flips. Stephen shuffles. What's up? Local social media personality Josue Alvarez posted about the restaurant. Okay, so here we go. Let's watch a video for those on YouTube and uh, Facebook and Twitch. Let's watch this video by uh, what Josue has to say. Let's bring down the music here. All right. I think I think those on Instagram, you guys can hear this too. Listen, the last thing I wanted to do was turn this page political. But when we said don't bring no New York shit to Miami, <laughs> we meant don't bring no New York shit to Miami. Here I was, minding my own business, while one of my OG Highly High alumni hits me up telling me about Café La Habana moving into Brickell City Center. Now, at first glance, you may say, well, what's so wrong with some gringos trying to take on Cuban food? Well, let me tell you. Their old description, which they conveniently changed right before they moved to Miami, said, Inspired by a storied Mexico City hangout where legend has it Che Guevara and Fidel Castro plotted the Cuban Revolution, the flagship Cafe Habana location. <laughs> Boy, you must be out of your mind bringing that shit to Miami. But of course, as businessmen would have it, they knew to change the description right before opening their brick location. Bienvenidos, founded in 1998, Havana, it doesn't matter. On the top side, mixing Cuban and Mexican food is already an insult on its own. You don't do that. To add insult to injury, they go ahead and mix Biggie up with all this business and call him Comandante Biggie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sean Meenan. But here in Miami, there's two things we don't accept. Communism and gringos making croquetas. They will be opening up spring 2022 in Brickell, so make sure to pass by and tell them your thoughts. And I'm not one to shit on people trying to make a living. I respect the hustle, but you're not coming to my city with that commie shit. I'm sorry. Because in 2022, we canceling communism. We're canceling fake Cuban food. Long live Sergio's. Long live Versailles. Long live La Viejitas behind Las Ventanitas. All right, and that was uh, what Josue has to say in uh, TikTok, or is it Instagram? Both. Uh, well said, yeah. I mean, the first thing that you should abolish is Cuban food with, mixed with Mexican food. What does that even mean? Hey, you know, um, Cubans and Mexicans, they're all the same. <laughs> hey, just put them all together. I'm sure people would love to eat that stuff. Hey, you know what? This is a very, uh, yeah, he, that's a good point there, Josue. What? 
Why would someone mix Cuban and Mexican food in a restaurant? You know what I mean? And why would you make it? Yeah, that's actually a little racist. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so it's not only offensive that you're bringing, you're promoting this ideology, but you're also uh, mixing two foods as if they're supposed to belong together. You know, that's like having a sushi spot with fried chicken. It's like, you know, for the black Japanese people, we got sushi. And, you know, we also got some fried chicken in case they want. So just by the way that this restaurant, this brand or whatever is promoting itself, it is so out of touch. It is extremely out of touch. And it, it blows my mind to think that people with money are out here doing business moves like this, man. You know what I mean? Food, here's the thing, man. When, you, when it comes to Latino food, you can't mess with that, you know? Uh, Milena, can you see? What's up, Dicheco? Petri Dish, what's going on? Michael, Angelo, Panas, what's up? So when it comes to Latin food, you can't mess with Latin food. It's got to be, um, yeah, man, you messed up. You can't, I don't really think you're going to be able to recover from this, Meenan. Sean Meenan. Uh, which is the restaurant owner. The restaurant's menu is a mishmash of stereotypical Cuban and Mexican cuisine. <laughs> Besides grilled corn topped with mayonnaise, cojita cheese, and chili powder, is Cuban sandwich the website claims. What? Besides grilled corn topped with mayonnaise, cojita cheese, and chili powder as a Cuban sandwich, the website claims was voted best in New York City. Hey, I want to see Cafe Habana menu. All right. So uh, remember, for those watching on Instagram, switch on over to YouTube so that we can we can share the screen here. And if you want to chat, I can still read your chat and comments here. But I, I want to read the Cafe Habana restaurant in U.S. and Japan. Oh, and they got brunch Saturdays and Sundays, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Here we go. Oh, this is going to be interesting. The food. Let me share a screen here. Display. Oh, man, we're living in the future. All right, so get this. So here's the Cafe Habana menu. Corny Cubano. Corny Cubano. All right, so get this. It says corn e Cubano, but they leave corn and Y together, so it looks like it reads corny Cubano. Yeah, you know what, man? This is There's something going on. There's some subliminal messaging here. This is like Disney, where you think you're reading one thing, but they're implementing another thing, and it's just drilling into your mind without you even knowing it. Oh, we're serving corny Cubano food here. Wait a second. <laughs> grilled steak, uh, tortas, grilled steak sandwich. That's not a torta. Marinated skirt steak, fried onions, peppers, chipotle, mayonnaise. Chicken Diablo sandwich. Blackened, quote-unquote, chicken breast, roasted peppers, and mescaline greens. Black beans, bean spread, chipotle, mayonnaise. Avocado and cheese. White cheese, avocado, black beans, red onion, lettuce, tomato, chipotle, mayonnaise. Burritos. Tacos. Para compartir. Uh, verde, mixed green, shredded. Oh yeah, this, where is the Cuban food? Roasted pork, black blackened chicken, marinated skirt steak, grilled chicken and salsa verde, slow cooked citrus pork, drinks, cerveza, cafe Havana classics. Yeah, you know what? And the and the, the menu doesn't really look that appetizing, man. The menu kind of looks. 
The menu kind of looks like they don't even know what real Cuban or Mexican food is, except the basics. Hey, you know, just give them a burrito. Put some tacos in there uh, and some shredded pork. They'll eat that up. Uh, what is the menu exactly? There you go. I just read it for you, Milena. Uh, what's this dude's background? I don't know, but it's meaning. The story. <clears throat> desde, no, desde 1998, Sean Meenan, the eco-conscious philanthropist. Philanthropist? Philanthropist. This guy doesn't even know how to spell or use grammar, rather. It's not eco-conscious philanthropist. It's eco-conscious philanthropist and visionary entrepreneur. <laughs> He's a visionary. <laughs> he probably wrote this himself. Had a dream. No, not the MLK reference. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yo, this is... This has got to, is, is this, is it April 1st? This has got to be an April Fool's joke. On April 1st of 1998, <laughs> Cafe Havana opened his doors. <laughs> a visionary entrepreneur had a dream. <laughs> I love this. This is good. This is hilarious, guys. All right, this is very, that dream was Cafe Havana. A fifth-generation New Yorker, Sean wanted to create a place he'd always long to hang out. And when he was a kid, where he could afford to impress a date over a good dinner. This is the vision? <laughs> I've always wanted to impress uh, a Mexican girl, or was she Cuban? I don't remember, but I'm piecing together this restaurant to show her that I understand her culture. <laughs> I get you, baby. <laughs> I understand you and where you came from. Oh, 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 are these the bad guys from where you're from? Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I already spent millions, so we're just going to leave it like that. <laughs> Am I recording this? Oh, this is going to be awesome. Oh, this is going to be a good clip. Uh... So his vision was he wanted to hang out where he could afford and impress a date over a good dinner and where he could have a really great time, too. <laughs> oh, it's also for me, too. Uh, good times around good food, doing good for the community, bringing people from all walks of life together around a hearty plates in unpretentious surroundings. It's, but I'm not unpretentious, right? This is real. Right? This is all, this is all real. I understand. Cafe Habana opened in 1998 in the neighborhood of Nolita in downtown New York City in a former Dominican diner. And you got rid of a Dominican diner? Hey, Dominicans, get out of here. We're opening a Cuban-Mexican joint now because I have a vision to bring in uh, Hispanic women that I'm not sure what the background is, but I'm sure it's, it's, it's Mexican or Cuban. A 38-seater, steel-cladded diner on the corner of Prince and Elizabeth Street became the home for what is today a New York City institution. Oh, wow. Shortly after launching, Lenny Kravitz filmed the music video for, again, not Lenny Kravitz. Not a black Jewish dude, from my understanding. Sat at the infamous counter and made more celebrities continue to roll through Cafe Habana, making it variable institution of nonchalant cool in the spot in Nolita still. All right, well... 
here's where your branding is off. Uh, meaning, you know, you're saying this is a Mexican place. It's a Cuban place. We want to serve good food. We do good for the community. And nothing in your website implies this brand. All you're saying is, I want to I want to impress some girl and have a good food. Lenny Kravitz walked in here. I kicked out some Dominican people. Cafe Habana, known for its jumping scene. Oh, yeah, there's also people that have a scene here. They're fashion forward. They're addicted to grilled corn. What? <laughs> that many New Yorkers and global tourists queue up down from the block to get their seat at the Nolita Hangout to deal with the overwhelming demand. Cafe Habana to go. Uh, Cabana to go next door shortly afterwards. So then you're not bringing the community together because you're saying, all right, order your food and get out of here. It's to go. In 2005, next came Havana Outpost in 2005 in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, where people from all walks of life come together to celebrate food, art, and community. Oh, boy. It was the first fully solar-powered restaurant in New York City. Spread love is the Brooklyn way, is the Havana mantra, and that Sean and the family that made the restaurant that it is today. Live by speaking love, community pride, and seeing past our differences. Oh, man. This is this website is messed up, man. Just looking at your story. And you keep pushing the corn. Well, at least they did, some, they did do some community. Sean launched a band at 501C nonprofit organization, which empowers neighbors and restaurants, residents through, through free, hands-on environmental and children's educational programs. All right, enough. Let me let me go back here. Enough. That's it. Uh, look, bro. There's something very off about your story. All right, from 2010 to 2016. 2016 is when to, when they went to Tokyo, where longtime fan of Habana Naoki Shizima of Creative Man Productions opened up his spot in the downtown neighborhood of Shibuya. Just out of touch. Oh, boy, everything is crashing now. The next stop is Miami, where they'll be taking the much-loved New York brand to South Miami Avenue, Brickle, as well as plans to open further locations in New York. London and beyond. Look, London is not going to be the good move, man. I'm going to tell you why. Uh... The beginning of the the Communist Manifesto reads, there is a specter haunting Europe, and it is Cafe Habana, communist-themed restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Instagram is down again. Instagram is acting up. Instagram can't handle these live streams, man. Always turning off and freezing on me. Shout out to all the people on YouTube. Facebook. This is where it's at. All right, guys, let's end it here. What a weird restaurant. What a weird story. What a weird menu. But hey, man, nonetheless, even though you're a communist-themed restaurant, still very capitalistic, everything that it is that you represent. So there you go. That's the bottom line. Because Manny G said so. All right, guys, thanks for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. We will go live once again tomorrow. Whatever you find relevant, DM me, send me an email, whatever, tweet at me, at MiamiComedyCom, uh, and we'll see what we'll talk about for tomorrow's show. Tomorrow we'll go live at 6 p.m. 
Do not rely on Instagram anymore for those that like streaming it there. Download the YouTube app, follow and subscribe our, to our YouTube channel, and you're going to be seeing a way better quality version of this vodcast, video podcast, okay? Have a great night, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. Bye.